If you want to increase your income, if you want to earn more, here's the secret. It's by following the law of cause and effect. If you can develop the habit of leaving every person you come in contact with, with an impression of increase, meaning they feel better after being around you. They feel better after being in your presence. They feel better having known you. If you're giving that increase to others, your life by law, by the law of cause and effect, must also increase. Welcome. You're listening to the Reprogram Your Mind podcast, and I'm your host, Todd L. Bowerly. You think between 60 and 70,000 thoughts a day, 98% of your life is controlled by habit. If you want to change your life, you have to start by changing how you think. think. When you change you, everything in life changes. If we can see it in our mind, we can hold it in our hand. Welcome, everybody, to the Reprogram Your Mind podcast. My name is Todd Bowerly, and I'm a life coach. I work with people all over the world, helping them think differently about themselves and create the life that they truly want. This is going to be episode number 17. This is the law of cause and effect. It is the law that helps you attract different circumstances into your life. If you want to have the dream relationship, the dream home, the dream job, if you want to become a millionaire, I don't. whatever it is that your heart's desire is, it is going to come to you because of your adherence to the law of cause and effect. You know, the result that you want, the goal that you want, the dream that you have, that's the effect. That's the thing that you want in the end. And there are causes, there is a string of causation before that effect ever happens. People that become successful or wealthy or famous, a lot of people say that it is luck. It happens by luck. Well, luck is a word that we invented to explain the known effects of unknown causes. We see the results, but we don't understand how it happened. So we call that person lucky. Or we say that that person is privileged. Or we say that that person had circumstances, conditions, events that contributed to their success that I don't have. And we look at someone else, and of course, we always say it's easy for somebody else to achieve these things, but not for myself. And that's just not true. You can achieve whatever results you want if you follow the law of cause and effect. So the law of cause and effect comes down to action, reaction. You do something and the world responds with a reaction. But it's a little deeper than that. Most people say if you want different results, you have to start doing different things, taking different action. Well, that's true except for the small little fact that we are programmed to live our lives. We're programmed and conditioned in our subconscious mind to do the things that we're doing after all. So you can take some different actions. You can try and do some different things in your life, and you're going to be able to see some of the changes and effects in your life happen. But it's actually only going to be temporary. Because until you go to the primary cause of your behavior, the programming and conditioning in your subconscious mind, sooner or later, all of your behavior, all of your action is going to go right back to how you've been conditioned to begin with. It's the thoughts that you are thinking that are going to affect your programming and affect your world. If someone in your life, especially in an early age, told you that you're not good enough or that you're broken, or that you're flawed, or that you, you can try as hard as you want, but you can't succeed, you've listened to those words so much. You've been thinking about it in your conscious mind. You've become emotionally involved with those ideas. That becomes your identity. 
And when you look at the cause and effect, someone saying something is the cause. You thinking about what that person said is an effect. But now that you're thinking about it, that becomes the cause of what you're emotionally involved with. We become emotionally involved with the ideas that we repeat in our minds over and over again. And real talk, the negative talk that happens outside of us, it enters our mind and then we put it on a record and we play it over and over again. And now we're going to get emotionally involved with that. The emotional involvement comes from repetition. The emotional involvement actually causes us to act or behave in specific ways. The emotional involvement is now the cause and our behavior becomes an effect. And in this 3D world, wherever we take action and there's an action in reaction, it's the physical action that you take that's going to get the effect of the reaction. And so everything is a string of causation. And if we think about our mind, and I've explained the mind in some other episodes, and I'll do it again here. If we think about the mind, first cause of anything that happens in your life is what you think about. Again, I want to help you build a mental picture of your mind. So I want you to visualize a circle, a rather big circle. And I want you to draw a horizontal line across that circle. So it divides into a top half and a bottom half. Now, the top half of this circle is your conscious thinking mind. You're listening to me with your senses, but you're thinking about those words in your conscious thinking mind. Your educated mind is your conscious thinking mind. You go to school, you read books, you read them, you memorize them, you repeat them. A lot of that is in your conscious mind. The subconscious mind is the bottom circle. This is your emotional mind. This is where your programming is. That's where your self-image is. And you replay a thought in the, the top circle of your mind, it becomes an emotional involvement in the bottom circle. And whatever you're emotionally involved with, whatever idea is in the bottom part of your mind, the subconscious mind, it moves the body into action. Now your body is connected to your mind. So you can draw a little neck down from the big circle to a little circle and you can put some arms and legs on it as well. Your body is the servant of the mind. Whatever's happening in the subconscious mind, the body moves into action. But there are these little antenna that are on the top of this top circle, on top of your conscious thinking mind. These are your five senses, what you see, smell, taste, touch, and hear. And you can be controlled by what comes in through your five senses. What you think about can come through your five senses. And if you get emotionally involved with it, it's going to affect your programming, your conditions, your subconscious mind, and move your body into action. So the first cause of everything is, what are you thinking about? What's in your mind? Is it your goals? Is it your dreams? Is it your potential? Or is it trivial nonsense like the news, like the weather, like whatever event just happened that now populates your TikTok feed? My late mentor, Bob Proctor, used to share this quote in his seminars all the time. And it was from the author, Robert Heinland, who wrote the book, Stranger in a Strange Land. And he would say this, in absence of clearly defined goals, People perform daily trivia until one day they become enslaved by that. Meaning if they don't have a goal, if they don't have a direction they're moving towards, if they don't have hopes and dreams they're breathing life into and acting in alignment with, then whatever happens on the news, that's the thing that they talk about. Like, oh, it's, we're in a heat wave. Oh, it's been a drought. This happened in the neighborhood. That happened in the neighborhood. They talk about those things because they have nothing else to focus their life on. Their life is empty and devoid of value and meaning. And they're frustrated about that, but they don't know how to change that. How you change it is having a goal and a dream that you're focusing on. And you focus on that 
in your conscious thinking mind. You use your will to magnify it, to bring all your attention to it. You get emotionally involved with it and you let that move you into action. So what's the cause of your results? The cause is how you think. So what you think becomes a feeling, a feeling becomes an action, an action becomes a cause, a cause becomes the result. That's what cause and effect looks like. Everything is both a cause and an effect. Now, this is a law. This is a spiritual truth. This isn't just something that somebody made up. This is how the world works. There's always a cause behind any effect. If it's really hot outside, there's a string of causes behind that. We want to be engaged in the first cause of our results. And this is a spiritual law that we're talking about. In fact, there are several different spiritual laws. I'm going to go through all of them just briefly so you have an understanding of how they all work together. But the greatest of the laws is the law of cause and effect. Here are the seven spiritual laws. Number one is the perpetual transmutation of energy. This law says that everything in the world is energy. Everything that's made up of energy, I'm energy, you're energy, you are listening to this podcast right now, I'm speaking into a microphone, that's made up of energy, the sound waves are energy, everything is energy, and energy has to flow. Energy moves from one form into another. This explains how an acorn becomes an oak tree. The acorn drops into the earth. It draws to it all of the energy that's in alignment to nourish that seed. It grows roots, it sprouts leaves, and it takes the energy from the environment and combines it into a physical manifestation of an oak tree. Energy constantly has to move and cycle, but this energy follows laws. It follows the law of cause and effect, for example. One of the other laws is the law of gender. The law of gender says a couple of things. You need two halves to make a whole, male and female combined to make children, right? You have a subconscious and a conscious. Those are two different parts, male and female parts that come together to create a whole, to create a mind, to create an idea. But also the law of gender says that time is an essential ingredient for all manifestations. There's no such thing as instant manifestations it takes time. It takes a gestation time period. If you're to plant a seed in the earth, it's going to take time for that seed to grow into that plant. It's going to take time for that plant to grow into a harvestable fruit or vegetable. Time is an essential component for you to reach your goals. It takes time to turn energy into physical matter. With this transmutation of energy, there's a cycle. There's a season for everything. There's a rhythm. So the law of rhythm is another one of these seven laws. There is a winter, there is a spring, a summer, and a fall. Everything has a rhythm. There's a day and a night. Well, there's times when you are on point and when you have your mindset nailed down and totally focused on your goal. And then there's times when you're distracted, when you're overwhelmed. There's a rhythm to that. But you know, the good thing is, after every down comes an up. However low you're feeling, you know that eventually you're going to feel better. And you can do things to accelerate that curve. And when you're up, you try to ride that wave as long as you possibly can, knowing it's just not going to last. And so when the downward turn comes, you don't have to be emotionally involved with that. And you can flatten this curve out so you don't 
you don't ride it all the way down to the bottom of a low end of a mood. One thing that does have a rhythm to it is energy. Energy and frequency is a vibration. And the law of vibration decrees that everything moves, nothing is at rest. Even this microphone that I'm talking on or this table, it might appear solid, but it's actually moving. Because it's an energy, energy has to move. It vibrates. Not only does it cycle, but it moves. If you were to look at me under a magnifying glass, there is a symphony of movement going on through my cells, through my body, and even what the cells are made of, it's a symphony of movement of subatomic particles that are always in motion. Everything moves according to vibration. That's just a scientific fact at this point. You are a vibrational being. Now, as soon as we start to say vibration or we start talking about spiritual laws, most people look at this mindset work and reprogram your mind and start saying this is hippie, woo-woo, garbage, nonsense, when actually you're starting to understand more about how the world works. Everything is vibrational. Everything happens on frequencies. Water is a perfect example of being in different states, being the same thing, but in different states depending on frequency of vibration. If you slow it down and cool it down, it turns into ice. And you can take that same ice and heat it up into a liquid form of water and continue to heat that up until it becomes steam, vapor, and ether, till you can't see it anymore. One is invisible and non-physical. The other one is very, very physical. Everything has that nature to it. And the law of vibration connects all of them. There's no separation between when it becomes steam to water to ice. At what point does it become one versus the other? It's still water, but vibration changes all of that. Another one of the spiritual laws is the law of polarity. Now, I've talked about this a little bit in some other episodes. The law of polarity says that there is no front without a back, no up without a down, no light without a dark. There is duality in this existence. There's no physical without a spiritual equivalent. There's no spiritual idea or spiritual component that can't be turned into physical reality. Everything is split up, at least from our perspective, our human perspective of duality. Now, in a spiritual concept where everything is energy, we are in a physical union. We are in a spiritual union where everything is one. Okay, that's the first law. Everything is energy and energy needs to flow. However, in this reality that we live in, this 3D reality of quasi-separation, there's a physical and a spiritual, just the same way there's a light and the dark. And there's no good thing that happens without something negative happening as well or something bad. And in any bad tragedy, there is always the seed of something that's good. So there's polarity. And in fact, another aspect to this, another law is the law of relativity, which basically says, you know, there is no good or bad. This duality doesn't exist unless you compare it to something else. You wouldn't know what a, a, a dark room would be if you hadn't been in a light room, right? You wouldn't know if something tastes good unless you tasted something that was bad. So you only can tell and distinguish polarity between contrasting of two different things. That contrast is what creates the polarity. And the good thing is, or I suppose one of the best ways to look at this is, there's no big or small. Everything kind of just is. We make it what it is, whether it's good or bad or big or small, depending on how we think about it. So if you wanna set a goal to double your income, 
or quadruple your income or 12x your income, which I have done, to the universe, it's just energy. It's just a number. Our mind and the tricks that our mind plays on it is what makes it different, what makes it feel big or makes it feel impossible when really those things don't exist. And this brings us to the seventh law, the law of cause and effect, which says that everything is a cause and effect and we live in this world of causation and causality. If we can leverage these seven spiritual laws, and there's a couple of others, there's some secondary laws out there. If we leverage these spiritual laws, we can become the cause of the good that we seek, the goal, the dream. So some of these other laws that are out there are, uh, you might hear people talk about the law of attraction. I've mentioned it before. We think positive experiences and turn those into a belief and we attract the same thing. There's some people out there that call that the law of assumption. They're both the same. We'll save that for another episode. But that's a secondary law. The law of attraction is a secondary law. It operates off the law of vibration, which says that everything moves and that like attracts like. There's other laws too, law of sacrifice and law of correspondence. There's a whole lot of different ones. In fact, I could probably do an entire episode on each of those laws and the secondary laws. Maybe I'll do that in the future. The rest of this episode is dedicated to the law of cause and effect, and there are seven important principles for you to understand about the law of cause and effect. And let's go into them right now. Number one, the law of cause and effect works positively. We might call this the law of karma. We, I think we know this. The golden rule says, treat everybody the way that you wish to be treated. So if you treat other people well, other people will treat you well in return. If you put good out into the universe, good is guaranteed to come back, right? That's the law of karma. I, we know this. It works positively. However, it also works negatively. If you put negative out in the world, negative is sure to come back to you. So be careful what you're putting out there. This is the words you say, the feelings and intentions you have, and certainly the actions that you take. Whatever you put out comes back to you. The third principle in this is whatever you send out comes back to you more abundantly. This law works abundantly. If you send a little bit of good out, abundant good comes back. If you've ever planted any seed, you take a little bit of seeds and you drop it in and you cover it up with earth and you nourish it. And what comes back is a plant that produces a hundredfold of those seeds. Corn is a great example. Take a little handful of corn and drop it in. And if you were to count all the corn kernels on a corn stalk when it's ready to be ripened, it's a hundredfold, a thousandfold of those seeds that come back. But if you send negative out, more negative comes back to you. So scriptures say this, if you sow to the wind, you reap the whirlwind. Number four in this law of cause and effect is this, anybody can do it. You can do it. I can do it. It doesn't take any special abilities to use the law of cause and effect. You're going to reap what you sow. Whatever you plant, you harvest. You can do it. I can do it. Number five is there's so many different ways to do it. So if you want to grow your income, there's so many different ways that you can grow your income. There's so many different businesses. There's so many different services. There's so much you have to give. Anybody can do it, and there's so many ways to do it. The sixth point is really important, and it's this idea that you could do everything right, and you could still fall short and lose. So I heard this from, I heard this from Jim Rohn. He would talk about this all the time. He would say, there's a farmer that is a good man. He loves his family. His family loves him. He's honest in his dealings with his fellow men. He helps others out and he serves them. 
And he works hard all summer long over his crops. And his harvest is beautiful. And he deserves every single bit of it. And the day before the harvest, a storm comes through and beats his crops to hell. There's a lot of people out there that want to look at this and say, well, what did the farmer do wrong to deserve such a thing? The answer is nothing. Nothing. It's just that kind of world. Risk happens. The seventh principle is one a lot of people don't talk about. If you do not plant, you cannot harvest. If you do not focus on the cause, you have no right to the effect. There's a lot of people out there that want to have an effect and do not want to put in the work to create that effect. You know, I think we have this in our society where we want to take the shortest, fastest possible way to getting a result. And we want to put in the least amount of effort. Well, you're going to get back exactly what you put into it. If you maximize your effort, if you put in the best that you possibly can, the best energy, the best effort, what comes back is more abundance. But if you're sitting around, and this is one of the challenges with some of the people who misunderstand how the law of attraction works, if you don't put in the action, you never are going to get a result. There's this idea that I just think and wish and sit on my couch and hope for the best that the best is going to come to me. No, you must be actively engaged in a positive and good cause. You must be following up your idea with action. Otherwise, nothing ever comes to you. If you do not plant, you cannot harvest. If you don't take the risk, you're not entitled to the reward. Now, this is, I think, where persistence comes in because you can have one devastating harvest and have done nothing wrong. But if you don't plant the following year, you're never going to get another harvest. So persistence, again, over time, using time as an ally, persistence over time guarantees a harvest, guarantees an abundant harvest, because that's how the law works. So how do we take this information on the law of cause and effect and have it make sense for us? I think the first thing to realize is you have to get started planting. You have to get started taking action on your goals and your dreams. You can't wait for tomorrow. You have to do it now, because if you don't, you can never get those rewards. And in terms of what you sow, you also reap, you have to look at what are you putting out there? What are you contributing to in the world? And I'm not just talking about value in the marketplace. I'm talking about the dialogue that you have. I'm talking about how you make other people feel. One of the biggest challenges I've had on social media has been some of the negative energy and some of the hate from some people that maybe just don't know any better, but they send a lot of negativity out there. And I have allowed that to affect me at times. But I also start to think this way, like, man, what is that person's life like? If this is what they're putting out to people that they don't even know. And I feel, I feel bad. I feel compassion for them. I do my best. Sometimes I'm pissed off. Sometimes I'm angry, but I really do my best to feel compassion for them because you get exactly what you put out. If you want to increase your income, if you want to earn more, here's the secret. If you want to grow your income, it's by following the law of cause and effect. If you can develop the habit of leaving every person you come in contact with, with an impression of increase, meaning they feel better after being around you. They feel better after being in your presence. They feel better having known you. If you're giving that increase to others, your life by law, by the law of cause and effect, must also increase. And chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're following me on TikTok or social media, chances are you want increase in your life, right? 
You want more happiness, more joy, more love, more abundance. It might be more money. It might be a bigger home. You want more from your life. So what are you doing to distribute more life for other people? That's how you most effectively use the law of cause and effect. Think about it in terms of who do you work with? Your coworkers or the clients or customers you deal with. How can you do what you're doing with a smile or with a higher quality of service? How can you help them out more? If there's a boss that you don't like, how can you treat them with an impression of increase? How can you leave them with that impression of increase? In your family, if you feel starved for love and affection and attention, how can you give more love and attention and affection in order to receive it? Now, this isn't trading, by the way. Some people think that, and that's not how this law works. You can't say, well, I'll be nice to you so you can be nice to me, even though it sounds like that. Because here's the thing, you never know where you are going to receive it from. If you help someone else prosper, your prosperity may not come from that person. It may come elsewhere. If you show your love to one person, you may have love from a stranger show up in a good way. We aren't so concerned about, I give to you, so you give to me. That's trading. That's a lack and scarcity mindset. It's certainly not an abundance mindset. You have to be focused on giving all that you can, as often as you can, to whomever you can, without the expectation of return. And then you'll just be surprised with how the good you want actually comes to you. That's the secret. Give without expectation of receiving and you will receive more than you even imagine. <laughs> I know it's funny because now you might have that expectation, but that's the real secret to increasing your income. This is a law that I have seen work in my life like complete magic. Several years ago, especially when I first started doing TikTok, I made this conscious decision that I was going to give away as much knowledge that I had just to help people. And I, I, I was going to give it away for free. The podcast you're listening to is an example of that. Because I have found that the more that I give, the more that I end up receiving. There's a lot of coaches out there, a lot of people that won't give you all of their tips and tricks and secrets out there because they're afraid of not getting paid for it. And that's just a scarcity mindset. I used to be like that, but it wasn't working for me. Like, well, how do you shift a paradigm? How do you change and reprogram your mind? Well, I'll tell you when you're a client. That doesn't help anybody else out because I found this, that if, if I more freely gave that information and people were like, wow, I'm getting all this for free, then what is in it for them to become a client? And I found that what, what's in it for them is the commitment to themselves actually has nothing to do with me. It has to do with them. They want to implement these ideas. They want to take it to the next level. And that's the whole reason why people become clients of mine. It has nothing to do with getting the information. I'll give you all the information. I'll give it to you for free. Chances are you're probably not going to do it unless you start investing in yourself. Why? Because you don't believe that you're worth it, right? We go to the laws, law of cause and effect. If you don't believe you're worth it, you're not going to do the work and get the results, right? So how do you change that? How do you change from saying, I'm not worth living my highest and best life to believing that you are worth it? We put your money where your mouth is. And it changed everything for a lot of my clients when I started doing this. Because now they're looking at it and saying, I am worth it. I am invested. This is important for me. 
And so they're putting forth all of this new energy, and again, money is just energy, into themselves. And that is the cause of a growing belief. That is a cause for people to have confidence to actually do the things that they should be, that they could be doing to get different results and then allowing them to receive it. So again, it's cause and effect. So for example, with money, we all want to earn more money. Well, if we're afraid to invest money in ourselves, do you think that the universe is going to send more money to you? No, I invest in myself all the time. I just recently invested in this $10,000 program, Best of Bob Proctor, where it's 12 of Bob's best lessons, and it's some added support from some of his coaches. Boy, if I'm not investing in myself, how, how in the world can I ask anybody else to invest in themselves with me, right? So I'm listening to these lessons that people have paid thirty dollars to $100,000 to be able to go to some of these events and have this private experience with Bob. I did that because I know that as I invest money in myself, my income increases because it's happened over and over again. This is an episode I want you to come back and listen to more than once because there's a lot of information in here, but there's some really powerful principles. The most important being, if you want to increase your own life, Focus every day on increasing the lives of other people. Make a commitment as you conclude this podcast that you are going to leave every person you come in contact with the impression of increase. Every person, whether you like them or not, you're going to try and leave them better. On the next episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about the power of the mastermind, how coming together with a group of like-minded people can help protect and solidify your attitude from any negative influence. And when you come to a mastermind with the spirit of service, of helping other people reach their goals, you'll be able to receive the help that you need. Because on this journey, we're not meant to do it alone. Thanks so much for listening. Please like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode of the Reprogram Your Mind podcast. And until next time, remember, we become what we think about, and so do you.